welcome to episode 220, 220 of the Stuttering School Podcast. I am Daniele Rossi. You can call me Danny. I know it's a mouthful of a name to say, but what can I say <laughs> except call me Danny if um, you're having difficulty, among other things, right? We're stuttering, right? So that's what this podcast is all about, stuttering openly, getting the courage to stutter openly, reaping the benefits, having a sense of humor, a healthy one towards our stuttering, and my comics, my comics, more on that later. But on this episode, coming to you from Toronto, Canada, I forgot to mention that, I will be speaking with a speech pathologist from the United States and a comedian who stutters uh, from the UK. And well, let's go right into the interview. Oh, one thing I should mention, I did it again. I spoke too close to the stupid microphone. <laughs> and yeah, I might, yeah, hurt your ears a little bit. I'm very, very sorry. I have this, this really weird habit of speaking close to the microphone. When I first got a microphone years ago, I had the habit of speaking too far away. So I picked up the habit of speaking close. And now it's too close. Go figure. Um, my name is Dale Williams, and uh, uh, I'm a, a professor at Florida Atlantic University, and I uh, specialize in uh, researching stuttering. Okay, and my name is Jake Campbell. Uh, I do various things, really, but um, occasional stand-up comedy still, um, <laughs> but I... I have two uh, young children who take up a lot of time and I, uh, I help my father with various um, cattle feed activities. And um, yeah, anyway, yeah, and a few other odds and ends. But um, so, yeah, but I and I, I wrote this book in partnership, yes, with Dale as well. So that's what I guess we're talking a bit yeah, about. Yeah, which is today. a great segue into my next question. So tell me about this book. Um, okay, I can start on the, uh, the, sure. the, the, the title of the book is Shining a Light on Stuttering. Uh, I got it right here because I knew I was going to forget the second <laughs> uh, yeah. how, one, how one man used comedy to turn his impairment into applause. Uh, and this came about uh, actually as uh, many years ago uh, the idea first formed uh, to write a stuttering textbook based on uh, one individual, like one long case report. And uh, at the time, I was looking for somebody in a high-profile position. Uh, I didn't want somebody super famous. N no offense, Jake. Uh, <laughs> but... <laughs> None taken there at all. <laughs> uh, but I didn't want to have to go through handlers and PR people and such. But I, I wanted some, somebody who, who was um, uh, uh, doing something interesting uh, for, for the reader uh, just to put a, a human face on the disorder of, of stuttering. So uh, people can see that it's not just a list of symptoms in a textbook, but affects real people in, in real ways. So that, that was the original idea and uh, it took a long time to find a co-author oh, for, wow. for this uh yeah we wanted to um 
you know, we, we it, it didn't necessarily have, have to be a comedian. It could have been a, a singer, an athlete, somebody in a relatively high profile position. And uh, one day, I don't know, probably three or four years in after the idea first began, a, a, a graduate assistant came to me and said, uh, there's this comedian uh, in, in the UK uh, who stutters, uh, here's his stuff on YouTube. And uh, she showed me the, uh, what's actually the first chapter of the, the book, uh, Jake's uh, routine at uh, the stand-up Britain final. And uh, what I think less than a minute into the routine, uh, he stutters on the punchline of a joke and uh, tells his audience, I, I don't remember the exact words, but uh, I have a stammer. It's no big deal unless you've only got three minutes on live TV. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So I, 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 I said to the grad assistant, yeah, that's that's the guy. That's the guy. See, see if that, that guy is, is, is interested, because uh, I thought that was just uh, uh, just a perfect illustration of the acceptance we want people to have for for stuttering. Uh, I, Yes, I can deal with it. Yes, um, uh, you know, I, I, I go. I, I'm living my life, but uh, sometimes it's still a pain in the. Uh, uh, how 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 family friendly is this podcast? Uh, there is a no explicit tag, so okay. a pain in the keister. A real pain in the neck. In the bum. Yeah. Although yeah. I'm sure all the kids are swearing these days. So, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. Pain okay. in the neck means for some people, stuttering comes from you know that area of the <laughs> yeah. there, there you go perfect <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, yeah, so, yeah uh, dale um yeah you were about to say something oh um uh, uh, so, sorry i meant uh, jake oh, no. yeah okay <laughs> it doesn't matter jake, one of you Ooh. oh no no i was just gonna uh, i'm a bad interviewer next go ahead <laughs> go ahead jake it's fine no no it's fine i was just saying um i was gonna say very quickly i it was interesting because i I always uh, had intended to write a book about stammering and comedy because oh. it was something which was very close to my heart. And I I knew there was a book there somewhere. And so uh, when I received the email from the graduate students in Florida, well, I mean, uh, who was at Florida State University, um, I just thought, wow, uh, this is a great opportunity to kind of put all these ideas that I have in my head and and the experiences that I've had onto paper and kind of hopefully to get it published one day because I because I, I knew it had a well I knew there there was uh, some worth in telling that story and to mm -hmm. kind of and especially to make it into a textbook was a great opportunity yeah mm. so I was, yeah so i kind of well yeah so from what i understand uh, the 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 uh, the the textbook follows your journey into becoming a stand-up comed comedian do i have that correct that's right yes yes I so mean, what was it oh, yeah sorry <laughs> Go no. Ahead. sorry no well no i'm not thinking <laughs> what what were you going to ask no uh what was it like what was it like um i guess starting from why 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 stand-up comedy and what was your journey like into finally getting up on stage yeah i mean um dale was interested in a, 
um, the journey right from the start of being a quite a young uh, child. So growing up and then school, um, kind of life at university, and then um, after that. So yeah, in a way, it was the whole uh, journey really, and then the whole experience of being on a mm. comedy stage. Yeah. Um, yep. Makes sense. But yeah. Yes. Um, and going on a stand-up comedy course, there's quite a lot about that in the book, which was obviously very, uh, yeah. Well, a key part of trying to be a comedian was to be on this course because that gave me the the fundamentals of how to do. Well, how to make people laugh so um yeah, yeah. i like the um I'm, I'm glad it uh it turned out to be a comedian because there were parallels there to and the, you know the, the, the book is uh, written for uh, students who want to become speech pathologists and there were there were some parallels there i didn't know about i didn't expect but uh actually worked out very well uh in, in the book so I'm, I'm i'm glad everything worked out the way it did mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so Jake, would you like to share um, uh, your experiences in the course, the comedy course? Did you have to perform in front of your own class? Did you have to always, uh, I guess, disclose your stammering, or uh, was it something that was say, a fear that you were overcoming, or were you already comfortable by that time <laughs> with the, oh, with your no. stammering? Uh, no, I certainly was not comfortable with being on a stage by that time i mean i um it was an interesting course i mean the the, the um uh, the man who ran the course uh he had done a lot of acting type training um so a lot of what he taught us was all about kind of um uh what had an acting basis to it in terms of gaining stage confidence and having a persona on stage that would make people laugh. Um, because I, one of the things he always said was that comedy was kind of 95% the, the personality of the comedian and then kind of 5% the kind of the confidence to actually get onto stage so he was all about trying to work out that funny personality which was normally involved drinking alcohol uh first of all but no 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 i'm being naughty no no yeah yeah <laughs> i'm being naughty there no but i mean um, and the basis of the stage persona i think is a, a confidence trick really so it's learning the, the trick to mm -hmm. Be confident on stage and that again i'm a lot of actors have to learn to do to do that on stage or in front of a camera uh which again is a bit of a trick really i mean uh, a lot of actors are quite insecure people really but mm. um potentially so is but they they learn the confidence necessary to be to act when necessary Mm -hmm. So it sounds like this. Oh, sorry. 
Sorry, uh, go, I, ahead. I just, go ahead. Dan. I just wanted to pick up on that for a, a second, because uh, I, I, I mentioned before that um, uh, I, I learned a lot by uh, reading about the comedy training, and that that was that was one area that that uh, stood out to me. Uh, in uh, when Jake was uh, learning to, to 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 be a comedian, uh, part of the uh, part of the whole deal was uh, learning how to own a room, how to be how to be in control of a room. Um, but uh, still being sensitive to the, the, the audience, still being sensitive to, to listener reactions. And uh, the reason I thought that was interesting is uh, I think the, uh, the instructors in the comedy course in some ways uh, did that better than we as speech pathologists sometimes do. I, I think so, sometimes we, you know, we, we, we talk to our clients about uh, you know what's important is what what you have to say, not what the listeners thinking. It's and, and I, I've I've been been guilty of this a hundred times myself. Uh, you know it, it's 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 almost an, an arrogant approach to, um, to to listener reactions. And uh, what Jake learned in um, uh, in in the comedy training was uh, you can still be in control of the entire room, uh, but uh, you have to be sensitive enough to listener reactions that you don't cross that line in, in, into arrogance or, um, you know, or, or the audience uh, offensive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, yeah, that, 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 was, that was one thing I, that, that really made me think about, uh, uh, you know, the, the way I, I, I train people, you know, the way I administer therapy. Uh, if I could just say as well very quickly um what was um one of the other key points that came out of that stand-up comedy course was a whole uh likeability aspect so um so for an audience to want to see a comedian again and again and again they must like that person on stage and mm. um so a lot of the persona that we were being taught was to try and yeah obviously not be arrogant and to try and make the audience like you and I what was interesting to that was that I found that quite easy in a way well although uh, that sounds arrogant me saying it so um, <laughs> <laughs> but having had a stutter from the age of about six I kind of uh there was never any advantage to make people not like me. If that makes right. Yep. Sense. Kind of been there. Or university. <laughs> so I found that part actually quite. I don't know. Although actually, having said that, I kind of you end up hating yourself anyway. So it, it, it's <laughs> well, no, it, it's a complicated likability to 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 make another human like you is quite a complicated art. Right, really. Yeah. I'm not, uh, not something I'm. Yeah. yeah there, 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 there's anyway, balance there there that uh, <laughs> you were uh, you were searching for, and um, uh, you know you you, you kind of worked your way through the London circuit, and uh, it seemed like a, a lot of what you learned was by by making mistakes. By uh, okay, that 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 was a bad gig. That that didn't go so well. What sort of adjustments? Do I have yeah. to make now? Which, by the way, is, is another therapeutic application, another application to, to stuttering. Uh, but uh, yeah, the idea of being a, a stand-up comedy, a stand-up comic, 
you know, uh, uh, how difficult that, that is. I mean, uh, yeah, I have to give Jake all, all the credit in the world. I think, uh, yeah, I think anybody who's ever, you know, uh, had a public, a speak, public speaking event go really well has probably had somebody come up to them afterwards and, and say, uh, 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 wow, that was great. You should be a stand-up comic. And, uh, you know, I, I hear that now and I want to lecture them and say, <laughs> No, no, there's a, there, there's a huge difference when, uh, you know, you, you make people laugh as a bonus, but that's not the reason they showed up to, to listen to you speak versus, uh, you know, getting on stage in, a, in front of a bunch of drunks with their arms crossed saying, mm. you better make me laugh funny. That's boy. very that's, intimidating. Yeah, My gosh. That's, that's just or a not. new level of pressure. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. I do accept that. I mean, yeah, there was a lot of learning involved, which. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but it, it was it was a nice thing to learn. I think I think most of the time, unless and yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it sounds it sounds like your stuttering wasn't an issue in your comedy. Has comedy training? Um, were you were you able to transfer the skills that you learned in the comedy training for this for the stage into real life everyday situations, be it the phone or like. Like meaning everyday speaking situations, whether or not if you're telling jokes to someone, um, uh, were you able to apply them? Uh, I was, in fact. Um, yes, I mean, just as a quick example. Um, well, two of the, uh, two uh, life events that I always found quite stressful was going on a date with. A girl, which admittedly didn't happen that often. <laughs> One of the undateables. Well, no, I'm not. Well, no, I, I won't put myself down that much. But um, nearly. Well, I used to be one of the undateables because you end up because I'm. Um, but no, and then job interviews as well were always a bit complicated. Um, yeah. So yeah, in a nutshell, um, I I did transfer those skills that I learned from the being on stage to uh, handling those two life things more more confidently. I mean, mm. I, I'm not saying it worked that well, because, um, but, but interviews in particular were easier because uh, kind of mentally, you, you say to yourself, well, if you can stand in front of an audience of say a hundred people, uh, make them laugh, then true. a panel of three people which used to be very intimidating, you'd walk in and think, okay, it's not quite as uh, scary as it used to be. Mm -hmm. um, of course, by that time, I was doing a lot of comedy, so I didn't want the job quite so much. <laughs> so, 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 yes. <laughs> That's uh, funny. Yes, the irony is I couldn't, I couldn't, yeah. Yeah, and you're still on anyway. this, yeah, and you're still on the <laughs> London circuit? Or UK uh, circuit? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, no. Well, um, no. I'm trying to be again. It's just, oh, it's just difficult. I'm um, sorry. In a nutshell, um, sorry, I, no. I am. I do intend to again. It's just been. I, I suppose having. I have a three-year-old and a six-year-old now, and there we go. Bingo. Uh, <laughs> life responsibilities. Life has become. I have a few more responsibilities. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, but ideally, yeah, I'd like to 
do a bit more stand up again. I uh, I miss I miss not being on the stage. Yeah. Uh, but, can I yeah. Just, uh, uh, add something quick about um, sure. uh, uh, stuttering? Um, uh, not necessarily an issue with the the stand up. Uh, one thing that with that was 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 kind of interesting about Jake's experience to to me was that uh, you know he would develop these routines but uh knowing uh you know he was probably going to stutter in front of uh, the audience so and because the comedian has to have control of the the room you can't let anything go go by without commenting on it uh, he had to write stuttering material too either uh, to intend to per perform or as as backup mm. and uh, that that got us into there, there's a couple chapters in the book about uh you know when are when are stuttering jokes funny when are they they offensive when did they cross the line and i don't think we really came to any sort of conclusions there but that, that that's another area that can be a little bit touchy yeah well yes it, i just add i think increasingly i mean i think actually uh to answer your question about being back on the line London comedy circuit. I think um, I think the audience have become more uh, PC. You know the word politically correct. Yeah. So, so ten years ago, I think people would they go, oh, ha ha ha, let's laugh. Well, hopefully with me, but also <laughs> occasionally at me. Uh, these days, I don't think that I don't think people. Are, uh, are less inclined to laugh. Wow. Well, well, certainly. At, I mean, well, because. Mm. No, no, no. I uh, yes, yeah. can see it. Well, like I could totally I think, see it. Because so people it, got a lot more PC in recent years. Right. It's, I just I never realized so, yeah. that it would affect, you know, uh, the stand-up comedy. Like, wow. I mean, I don't know. I'm saying this. Up. I. It's well, just. Um, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say. What, no, what, no. Yeah. Sure. What, one, th one thing, kind of, kind of uh, interesting in that respect a, a couple of years ago I, I i interviewed several uh stuttering stand-up co comedians uh for a, a project related to this but also to publish uh, elsewhere and uh one of the, uh, there weren't that many common threads so you know they were all very different people very different sor sorts of comedians and uh, you know a lot of different ideas but uh, one of the common threads was their humor had tended to change from uh, making fun of the stuttering itself, like when, when they uh, when they originally started. Okay, here's the problem. I, I had stuttering, and you know, kind of a, a self-deprecating sort sort of a, a joke about uh, you know, look how badly I handle this situation, that kind of stuff. And they evolved from that to uh, mocking the listener reactions, mocking the uh, you know the things people believe about stuttering, mm. um, you know, mocking the other people. So in uh, in, in one sense, that shows more uh, more acceptance of their own stuttering and sounds uh, uh, very good. Uh, on the other hand, I, I guess maybe it's a safer place to be if audiences are becoming more PC. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just an easier thing to say, okay, I'm not going to uh, make fun of something that's defined as a disability. I'm going to make fun of people's reactions to it. Oh, ah, um, yeah, makes yeah. sense, yeah. And also, if I could just add as well, I'm, I, I think from what D D D D D Dale was saying there about the whole self-deprecating material side of things, I mean, I used to write a lot of, yeah, quite 
kind of negative material about myself and my life. And I don't think audiences necessarily want to hear too much about that. I think kind of they want to hear more more positives and more um, um, kind of a, yeah, just more of a, a kind of a, uh, a happier spin. I, I, I think, yeah, I, I don't like too much self-deprecation. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Do you have, so. Jake, do you have any tips for aspiring comedians in the listening audience? <laughs> uh, you mean anyone who's thinking of becoming a stuttering comedian? Or, yeah. Yes. Uh, stutter. Oh, gosh. Um, uh, as Dale was saying earlier, it takes a lot of stage time to learn the art of making an audience laugh. But it, um, so, yes, certainly just go out there and do lots of unpaid kind of gigs, first of all. And, um, to get the experience but uh, certainly write material as well that comes from the heart and kind of is quite personal to you and because i think audiences quite like that personal touch and to try and enjoy it as well and try and uh, if you can and just um, <laughs> try and enjoy it if you can <laughs> well i mean uh, well it can it can be a bit yes it can be a bit scary if you're mm -hmm. if you're stuttering a lot on stage and um but i just used to make sure you i practiced as much as i could to obviously again a bit like an actor i know anthony hopkins was saying in an interview once how he would learn his words so well that he could just relax into all the parts that he was playing in the movies he would be very relaxed in his parts and i think comedians also have to learn those words very well so they can be relaxed on stage oh, practice it's, practice practice mm. yeah and that and that really helped my stutter because the more i practiced the words the less i stuttered because i kind of um i was mm. practicing how to speak which is quite important mm. yeah and i'm gonna repeat the same question for dale but for any aspiring speech speech language pathologists in the in the listening audience, do you have any tips? Uh, when dealing with with people who stutter, uh, my tip would be uh, take a, 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 a holistic approach. Um, you know, it's not just a, a, a speech problem. Uh, one of the um, uh, back back when we, we used to show uh, uh, overheads to a, a class, one of the, the overheads I used to show was um, uh, person A has uh, stutters on 5% uh, uh, of his, his words, but um, you know rarely leaves the house because he's afraid to talk to strangers. Person B stutters on 10% of his words, but um, you know ha has a lot of friends and just uh, you know just, just goes through, through, through life talking. Uh, who actually ha has the bigger problem? I mean, there's a lot more to mm. stuttering than uh, than frequency of, of breakdowns, and uh, yeah, that was one of the things that that that, that led to this this book. How do you uh, how do you put a human face on this? And uh, you know, a, there's a couple barriers to that too because you don't want to uh, you, you don't want to overgeneralize from one subject and say everybody's experience is uh, this person's uh, experience. Uh, so, um, you know, that that was 
um, and I'm, I'm a little off topic from, from your question now, uh, but uh, that, that was one of the, the, the balancing acts here was, uh, okay, Jake's experience is this. Let me point out that I know this isn't everybody's ex experience, not just the fact that he was a stand-up comedian, but, um, you know, uh, where he went to school, family set up, a relationship with his father was certainly atypical to uh, what, what uh, you know, what it is for, for most people. Uh, so, uh, yeah, never lose sight of the fact that, uh, you know, stuttering is not just breakdowns in speech, but there's, uh, you know, there's, there's emotions, there's attitudes, there's secondary behaviors, there's avoidance, there's fears, there's, you know, there's, there's a, there's a whole list of barriers standing in the way of uh, getting that client from uh, where he is when he comes in for an evaluation, and usually he, he or she, um, to, um, to that client becoming an effective communicator. Yeah. So you stutter as well, Dale? Yes. I just found out now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, um, okay. would I, you I, ever go on stage? Maybe, maybe I thought everybody knew, knew that, so I, <laughs> I, I get a chance to be arrogant here uh, as well. Uh, uh, would I ever go on, on, on stage, uh, go, go up on stage and be a, a stand-up comedian? Uh, or, yeah, or, or any that, other, or any other stage art, I, I, I guess, be it acting or public speaking or, well, I guess oh, being I, a professor, I, I, yeah, I, I, being a professor, uh, you're, yeah, giving lectures. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So and uh, you know, at, 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 at conventions and conferences and uh, things right. like that, um, you know, the workshops. Uh, I do a fair amount of, of, of public speaking, and uh, it, at this point, I don't really think about uh, stuttering that much when I do that. Now, most of the time, I'm talking about stuttering, so I'll admit, uh, you know, that that that, that is an advantage. Yeah, uh, it's uh, you know, it's almost built in that the audience is going to be sympathetic to that. Yeah, because you're not going to offend anyone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Talking about it. Yeah, we're, we're here to talk about this stuttering, and the audience starts making fun of my stuttering. You know, that, that, yeah. That's just not going to fit. Yeah. Where can uh, listeners find your book? Uh, it's it's on uh, it's on Amazon. Uh, you can order it uh, straight from the publisher. Uh, the the publisher is the the, the, the Brainery. Uh, you can offer it right off their <laughs> website. It's, it, it, it's an Australian publisher. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, uh, but, uh, really any place that, that sells books, you put, um, you know, uh, Williams, Campbell, uh, shining, uh, stuttering, uh, in, in a Google search and, uh, uh, yeah, there'll, there'll be several pages of yeah. places going to sell it. Yeah. Or, or you can always click on the links on the show notes for this episode which is uh, where i'm going to place the link so oh, now you. we only have about two minutes left so any parting thoughts before we leave oh <laughs> uh, let's see oh first no sure. you well uh you first dale because I, I can't think at the moment <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 um dale it, uh, think of, yeah yeah i i think um uh, you know, stuttering is typically seen as uh, one big gray area, and I, I think that that uh, that that's important that people see it as, um, you know, it, uh, kind of a, a young area of academic study. Uh, you know, as soon as we think we figured something out, new research comes out, and we ha we have to amend what we're doing. Yeah. 
And um, uh, so uh, I, I, I believe the book is true to, 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 to that. We're not saying, you know, we, we have all the answers here. We're saying, here are some different perspectives that, uh, you know, you may not have, have considered. And uh, hopefully it'll do the person who stutters some good and the person who wants to treat people who stutter, uh, give them some ideas as well. Mm-hmm. Jake? Yes. You have the final uh, 30 seconds. Uh, I've got 30 seconds of time. The, um, red, the red light is on. The red light is flashing. Um, no, I, um, um, I mean, no pressure. There, well, there is still no miracle cure for a stutter. And I had the book, um, as Dale has just quite rightly said, it, 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 it mentions lots of different aspects about stuttering. And there, but I still stutter, so I'm not completely cured. But um, at the end of the day, I really enjoyed writing it. And I think uh, anyone who has a stammer just can write about your stammer as well and just try lots of different things because eventually that will help. So, uh, sorry, I've got about 20 seconds left of me. So. I'd have um, no yeah. idea. <laughs> I, well, I do, but yes, write and just talk. Yeah, kind of talk about your stutter until it goes away. In a way, uh, or he, it doesn't hurt he, anymore. <laughs> he, uh, he, he says ending on a stutter. So yeah. It <laughs> and that was my interview with Jay Campbell and Dale Williams, authors of the textbook. Shining a light on stuttering, how one man uses his comedy to turn impairment into applause. You'll find that, as mentioned, on Amazon.com and well, and a Google search near you. <laughs> and, you know, something what Jake said uh, regarding the whole PC stuff. Uh, at first, as he was talking about, I thought to myself, well, I'm glad I'm not in stand-up comedy. Then I realized, <laughs> well, I draw a cartoon. Uh, comics about stuttering so i gotta be careful too <laughs> well speaking of which i am working on um a series uh kind of like um adventure series continuing series of frankie banky the cartoon fox that you see in the in the graphic for the for this episode show notes actually all of my episodes um all my episodes cover art there 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 we go that's the proper term um he's a cartoon character and um i'm putting together just like i said um a series that i hope to post sometime soon i'm just um, about to wrap up the first uh saga i guess uh, so uh, to speak, if you're curious, stutteringschool.com or frankiebanky.com to see what his, um, what what the comics um, look like. You know, I can't brain anymore. <laughs> in any case, for more, for a lot more Frankie Banky, you'll um, find him in my book, which is what this episode is sponsored by, Stuttering School, A Guide to Stuttering in a Fast-Talking World. Aside from comics, it also contains my tips on how to step out of your comfort zone, get that courage, and start stuttering openly and using your stuttering to your advantage and winning um, in various speaking situations like job interviews, uh, dating, and uh, when people you know try and finish your sentences 
ordering food and all that stuff. So details on how to how to order your copy at stutteringiscool.com. It's not available in the Amazon store like Dale and Jake's book. I really should have it in the Amazon store. But um, I get to mail it myself personally to you. So you get that human touch. And if you want, I can even sign it for you or draw a little personalized Frankie Banky in the inside page if you if you if you ask um my book is for sale on the etsy uh bookstore i, I, I mean the etsy website etsy but um you know all the details and direct link will be right there on startingschool.com as well as the show notes for this episode well i want to hear from you you can record um what three five minutes using the voice memo app that comes on your smartphone we all have smartphones right so probably have too many of them that didn't make sense uh email it at coolstutter at gmail.com and i'll play it on the next episode of uh the stuttering is cool podcast and the and the address again is coolstutter at gmail.com well until then may your stuttering always be with confidence ciao